This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Hey, how's it going? Today, we're going to talk about how a yoga studio can use Instagram stories to build their business. We're talking about promoting pictures and videos from your feed on stories. Uh, We're talking about expanding your reach and knowledge of yoga into other categories and areas and some BTS. Do you know what BTS is? BTS is a big... T-S, no. What is that? <laughs> behind the scenes. Awesome. I always love behind the scenes. Um, and this is pretty cool because we've talked about, I feel like we've talked about yoga quite a few times on our podcast. We've talked about goat yoga. Goat we've ta- yoga, yeah. We've talked about um, yoga being uh, something for a fitness company. But yeah, so we've. this is kind of a theme of throwing in some yoga. So pretty cool. And uh, using Instagram stories... Uh, to promote a yoga business. So um, a lot of the people that I don't follow a lot of people who are yogis, is that the right word? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't follow a lot of them. However, um, my wife has a bunch of their like contraptions that look like they hurt people. And I can tell from the stories that they put out, they're always using, um, so there's multiple types of uh, yoga actually, but they're using uh, their stories to kind of tell new routines or like new ways to do things. Like there's certain moves that you can do um, and then different settings that you can use them. But I feel like a really good way would be to teach people if you're good at yoga um, to tell them like some basic moves, some intermediate moves, some more advanced moves. And like if they have uh, something like there's like this wheel that I have no idea what it is, but it's a there's a wheel that you can use and you roll your back up on it. And that's like a yoga move. Mm, yeah, that's like a new thing, though. What what exactly do you know what that does? No, I've seen it, though. I've seen it on videos and stuff, but I don't know exactly uh, what it does. Hmm. So. That would be something really good to tell people on Instagram stories is uh, putting on the hands-free mode and just going back and forth and just talking to the camera and showing people how to use those new items, um, especially if that rolly thing. We can't use our hands here because it's uh, a podcast, but just imagine here it's just this big circle thing and uh, you roll your back up on it. So it'd be cool for somebody to do an Instagram story or picture um, or the stop motion about how to use it. Yeah. And I mean, there's things like yoga blocks. Um, obviously there's different types of yoga mats, uh, and different things, different equipment that you can use for yoga. It's not just using your body, uh, that you can definitely, you know, do that like a how to series, uh, in your, you know, Instagram stories. Right. And then as you um, say, for example, if the video is super long on your Instagram story and you have like a recapped post or if you have something that relates to it, you can send them back over to your feed. So um, you kind of tell the story on your Instagram story, um, hence the name, and you tell them about this new tool or this new um, move and you send them back over to your feed and using the feed. Um, to kind of drive the engagement in the traffic. Instagram stories, those are mainly, if people respond, it's going to be a direct message. It's private to you. But if you can send them back over to your feed and start a conversation, that will really p- boost up your your Instagram profile. Yeah, or vice versa. I think the, the, the idea that we had here on this first point was, you know, when you post pictures and videos on your regular feed, uh, that you go back to your story and make sure you tell people, hey, 
I have a new picture, I have a new video, and I'm talking about this, this, and this. Um, so you can definitely use your regular Instagram feed as almost like a blog post. You know, you can definitely include the details in there um, and use the stories to, uh, you know, to give them a hint or uh, incentivize them to actually go to your feed uh, and like and comment in that post. Right. You do see a lot of it. If you've been looking at Instagram stories, you see people who will post a picture of like their timeline and then they'll cover up the most recent post and say, hey, go check out my recent post. And, you know, it just kind of um, adds that FOMO fear, the fear of missing out. You don't know what that post is going to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like when they, they give you a little hint or clue on what it is they're going to talk about, because sometimes they're just like, oh, check out my new post and they don't say anything. I'm like, uh, no. Right. Um, but if it's something like, you know, Hey, these are the seven best things that you need to do be doing right now in yoga. It's like, Oh, okay. That what that's what that pose is about. Let me go check it out. Yeah. I think that's a good clarification because there are people that abuse it, um, where they'll just type on there and just say new post, new post. Um, or I've seen a lot of people, uh, not only new post, but more like a younger demographic will just say recent. They'll just type in on a black, black screen and just put a post that just says recent in your supposed to go check it out but yeah um i like christian's method better i like that way you kind of give them a hint of what they're going to look at and you probably get a lot more people to click over to your profile yeah mm-hmm. um another thing is and i mean this could be done on your instagram stories or your regular feed but you know expand outside of yoga and some people are doing this some people are not um but for example yoga you can you know a good example would be you know nutrition based or food based um it, you know, examples or hints or tips uh, or recipes uh, to give out to to your audience. So don't make it just about yoga. Um, expand a little bit. Share a little bit about you, your company, um, and and just what we're trying to say is just don't talk about yoga and yoga alone. Uh, try to find other topics inside of the community of yoga and people who do yoga. Right. I think that what a lot of people do or I mean, I guess what we're trying to say is that people who do yoga have a certain dietary uh, guideline that they kind of, they may or may not fall into. We're not saying we're not trying to put people into a box, but um, people who have who like yoga, for example, more than likely like eating healthy. Um, a lot of people may be like uh, paleo or some people may be like low carb or eat regardless. They want to eat healthier. So they show a lot more of the types of foods that they eat. Um, so you do, I do see a mix and match of, uh, some people only do yoga posts and yoga, um, tutorials. And some people do a combination of both of them. I think the people that people that do both of them are more interesting because you can get more about the whole lifestyle and you get like a full circle of what this person does. So this is what they eat. This is how they, you know, stay healthy. This is also doing yoga because you don't see a lot of people who are, you know, going to eat Whataburger and laying that besides their yoga mat and doing some stretches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, what we're trying to say is like, yeah, if you're a yoga studio, you know, show maybe you're not at your studio or your business currently. Maybe you're at your home and you're getting ready to, you know, make some dinner or something. Post that on your on your Instagram story and let them know, you know, what you're having and also try to connect more with with your audience that way just showing you know a a more raw um, perspective on you and your company um and i mean that will that will create some good engagement absolutely 
I uh, I know that that's what I would engage with because if you can get to a level where people want to have a conversation with you or it may spark a question, like I've seen some people that have just said like, hey, do you want this recipe? And it's like, oh yeah, actually I do. It takes 10 minutes to do it and you're going to share it with me? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And a good way, I mean, if you're doing recipes, a good way to create engagement is don't like skip a some kind of measurement so if the recipe calls for for i don't know a little bit of salt and pepper don't say specifically how much i mean that one's kind of weird but some ingredient that's like a something that you know you need to have a specific amount kind of like omit that so if you have people watching or they'll ask you like oh wait you forgot to you know how much are we gonna do uh for the salt and pepper or how much flour or just omit it on purpose so you get some engagement from people that are watching right that reminds me of a post that i saw on facebook that um was misspelled and the grammar was horrible it said like nobody will ever engage with your post but they will definitely be the first people to call you out if you mess up spelling or something it said like uh we hope you have a good day but good was spelled g-u-d and there was a bunch of people comment below like uh you misspelled good you misspelled good so (laughs) great way to get engagement leave something else i think that kind of falls along with the same lines of hey, you're making cookies and we're making them without sugar, but we still need some flour and then you just leave out how much flour you need. You just throw it in there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or you may have some bad people or some people really upset with you because they follow the guidelines and then uh, don't put flour on the cookies and then (laughs) it tastes like horrible. All right, so next one here is some behind the scenes. So if you have a yoga studio, uh, this would be great for showing prep behind the class. Uh, like how does somebody get ready for a yoga like setup if they're going to teach a class or how does um, somebody, if they were like meeting at a park, what do they do? What kind of preparation is needed? Um, I, I would envision that there's a little bit more to teaching a class than just showing up there and having people hand out their mats. You need to figure out, you know, it's, are you going to be supplying the water? Do people know that ahead of time, especially if you're at a location? Um, and then just how long the workout's going to be, or the, I guess the workout, the, the... Yeah, it's a workout. Yeah, it's a workout. Yeah. It is a workout. Because they have that hot yoga. Um, that seems like it would be death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard about that. The rooms are like 100 and something, and you're just like slipping in your own sweat. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds fun. I was not going to say fun. <laughs> so, I was going to say it sounds... Um, almost worse than goat yoga. People stepping on you with their hooves. Now they may do hot goat yoga. That may become a thing. No, because um, the the goat won't be able to withstand the heat, right? Okay, so you drop it ten degrees. It's just I don't know. There's goats can stand <laughs> the heat, so maybe a hundred degree goat yoga. You really get the I don't know the impact. Maybe, uh, but yeah, behind the scenes, uh, you can also think about interviewing some of your you know the people who are taking your class uh so that people who are at home watching debating whether or not they want to sign up for yoga or hot yoga or goat yoga uh they can get a better feel for you know people who are definitely right there and then not just the owner telling them you know what to expect but this is you know real people who are taking your class uh, just do a little bit of an interview i know there's a day i don't remember i think it's like last thursday of every month or something like that or like every quarter uh, you can check it out. I think it's nationalcalendar.com or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a day that it's like a customer appreciation day so that you're supposed to sort of highlight some of your customers or uh, some of your clientele. Uh, and, and I mean, doing it with Instagram stories, I think it's a great way to, to you know, to do that. Uh, and, and other people can get a feel for, you know, 
one, the type of people who would go to your classes, um, and what to, what to expect, really. All right, and I have one last little throw-in. This is the bonus. Uh, we need a cool sound for this, and we uh, we talked about getting this blow horn, and i got to find my phone so we can do these cool noises later. But um, <laughs> anyway, so the last one um, that I have seen following some people who do yoga is like a morning mantra kind of thing. Um, some people wake up, and the first thing they do is go get on the mat and just do some downward dog stretches and, you know, kind of do some affirmations. Some people get out and they go for a walk and then they come back and do yoga. But, um, it's really cool to see the ones who are, um, quote unquote successful or, or looked up as, as being very good with yoga and their kind of routines, because it's kind of like, you know, if you mimic the type of routines that they have you may see similar results so i think showing a little bit behind the scenes with your stories and just kind of engaging with people in the morning and telling them uh, what you do um, outside of just getting on the yoga mat like what do you do outside of that that uh, kind of separates you and prepares you to be better um, throughout the day even with um, you know getting something as simple as setting up a class or getting something ready for their yoga Okay, so sh- sharing the morning routine is what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. I said mantra because it just kind of rolls off the tongue with the morning mantra. I don't know. Gotcha. All right, so that is all we have. We will, um, Hold on, actually, Christian. Well, I'm gonna, I want to try to find my phone so I can do the dinging sound. It's too late for that, yeah. Oh, dang. All right, so next episode, guys, you guys will hear potentially uh this cool buzzing sound we want to incorporate it into the show so this is kind of like a prelude to that um but we do want to thank you guys for listening to this episode if you uh love the yoga episodes please leave us a review and uh make sure you leave a comment so we know it and just say uh goat yoga rules that way we know which one you talk which uh which episode you're talking about Mm -hmm. and um that would really help us. We have a lot. We've actually gotten quite a few reviews online, and that's because we've been asking for them. So please um, take out your phone. I was going to say whip it out. Whip out your phone. <laughs> um, go leave those reviews. Um, that helps us reach more people. It's very simple on an iPhone to click those three buttons in the right-hand corner. Um, when you do that, you have an option to share that with a friend, share it on Facebook, social media. And if you guys tag us, we will give you a prize. We have some cool stuff in the office we can send you. It's very simple. Just, uh, do that and then just shoot us a message over on Instagram. Yeah, for sure. All right. We'll, uh, see you next week or you'll hear us next week. The marketing natives podcast is a production of bit branding. 